I find myself increasingly talking to myself, actually, as there's no one else here, about fun in wrestling. Well, I mean, there is somebody else here, but she wouldn't want to talk to me about wrestling, I don't think, so I have a conversation with myself, and frequently it's an argument, which isn't good, is it? But anyway, fun in wrestling seems to have disappeared somewhat. And I'm always keen to see that fun in wrestling, like Crossbody Pro Wrestling and UKW. They work that really well. There were, lo- there were lots of um, of promotions, and GCW do it very well, and lots of promotions bringing that back. And one of the main ones, and I've been saying this for two years now, haven't I? Because I've been there right from the beginning of the reboot, is Memphis Wrestling. And this week was a fantastic example of how that can be done. Because it was light on its feet, it didn't have too much, too many big angles, it had some okay matches, pretty good matches, but it was the family entertainment side of it that was so good. Let me explain. We've got some, we've got a Super Bowl coming up, which is their two year anniversary, and they were booking matches for that, but with absolute finesse, so you didn't feel, this is a go home show, didn't feel that, they were just saying, here come the angles to their natural conclusion, beautifully done, simmered and brought to the brought to the boil, taken off the boil for Super Bowl, and then they'll be brought back, which is great. Hollywood clique out first, saying that Colton Cage would miss them. You're gonna miss me. He would miss the money, he would miss the, the cars. And he wants he wants a match right now. Does Jimmy Blaylock? And he gets one. Adamus Vane should have been in the semi-final here for the Cobra Cup. And um, he's just allowed himself to be supplanted. Supplanted is the word by Van Viscius. However, he's got to get past uh, Ben Bishop. Not Ban Bishop. He's not been banned. Ben Bishop. Big trouble. Yeah. Bishop's so much taller than than Van Viscius. He's huge. He hits him with an avalanche. um, And then um, he's got um, Vane distracting him. He, He hits both security, knocking them both off the apron. But then Vane's on the apron distracting him. Blaylock uses the cane while the referee is elsewhere. Out comes Colton Cage, who of course left the Hollywood clique last week in very visceral terms by refusing to tag with Van Viscius. That's a distraction, and Ben Bishop hits that rolling, twisting C4, which is lovely for the pin. It was really good wrestling entertainment, and he's in the final. Yes, the final. Now, Colton's not finished. He's angry, talking to Jimmy, calls him a con artist. Security are holding Van Vicious back. This is good stuff. This is mid, to, mid, early, mid-80s Sunday, Saturday morning TV wrestling. And they will fight Cage and VV, Van Viscius, at Super Bowl. See, they made that match really well done. Now, next are the LA Hustlers versus a really intimidating-looking posse, you know. I mean, Simon's intimidating anyway. He, he invades your personal space. And Chris, Mr. Chris, put some respect on that man's name. He's got that full school makeup, which looks great, actually. Now, the, the LA Hustlers seem to take it to the, the posse early on, but the posse ring craft, you know, getting out, taking a break, coming back in, getting the advantage, it sees them back on top. Simon suddenly takes a bite out of, I think it was Brandon. There's a DQ from that, yeah. And they're not finished. There's a chain fist to Brandon. They throw um, the LA Hustlers out. But here come Derek the King and Ray Ray Sanders. Put some respect on that man's name as well. Yes, I'm telling you. And 
Ray just, he gets right on Simon's back and he won't let go. Simon's turning around in circles trying to get him off. Ray must be dizzy, but he doesn't let go. Holds on. Derek hits Chris. Ray, Ray then um, is dropped by Simon and cranks back on the neck, which is what happened to him from Simon a couple of weeks ago. And they will fight at Superbout. You see the way they're doing this? Beautifully done. Because they'd already simmered this a couple of weeks ago, left it just to boil it, to bubble a bit. And here it is. Beautiful. Next, we have Maurice the Strong with Barnabas. I'm not massively keen on Barnabas or Maurice the Strong, to be honest. Um, And he's facing bulletproof Bruce. I really hope that Bruce is not just out to be a whipping boy for, for the new talent, or rather repackaged talent, that is Maurice the Strong. I'll say it again. It looks very much like DNA. Anyway, you've got Maurice on Bruce early on. Bruce can't get him down. Out comes Jack. You know, Jack who's got, got a problem with Bruce. Bruce is distracted, walks into the claw, so saves face, you see. It's a claw, which I like to see anyway. But the great thing about Maurice is, I mean, he's helped, obviously, by bulletproof Bruce here. He appears to choke slam him from the claw position. That's beautiful. I really like that. And then it sucks to be Bruce because he, he's been beaten, he's been beat up, and he gets a jack knee to the face as well. Blimey, what's he ever done? Oh, well, quite, quite, a, quite a lot um, against Jack, of course. But Maurice, I'm still not sure. But that's a good finisher, you know. And it was, a, it was an okay match. Next, we've got the other semi-final for the Cobra Cup. I'm surprised, you know. I'm really surprised that it's gone so quickly. Anyway, you've got Ash Taylor is out with Brother Red. And um, he's facing Uncle Mikey. Now, Mikey is manhandled by Red, as you might expect. He is the bigger fella. Yeah, Mikey sells that very well because he can. Red at one point just stands on him. I like that. Suddenly there's Gator Feet. Red just shakes it off and punches him back. No one else has done that from Gator Feet. No one, I tell you. Then we've got a, a big Mikey back elbow. He's not finished. And he clotheslines him over the top. Goes out to the, to the outside to follow up his work. But he's picked up by Red and smacked against the, against the, the, the ring post. Back in the ring... Mikey back on top, going for a moonsault. Main event Bradley is in. Stops him, giving the moonsault, and Red chokeslams him off the top. Not fantastically, it has to be said, but it was clear for the pin. Now, Mikey afterwards, he wants to call one of his own family friends, his cousin. He asked people if he'd like his cousin to help him to fight Bradley at Superbout, and the fans concur. They heartily concur. Yes, I think that would be a fantastic thing to see. In fact, I think it would be a very, very nice jape. They don't say that, but that's what I mean. And we've got another bout for Super Bout. You see, another fight is is called, and it's done really beautifully because Bradley's been coming out since the Grind City Rumble, where um, I think Brad was it. Mike didn't. Yeah, Bradley ejected Mikey, but Mikey came back in and showed the referees that Bradley was hiding underneath the ring, and um. He's been a thorn in the side since then for the last couple of weeks, a few weeks, and it, it works so well. And your main event is, I suppose, the ending of this, um, which is James Almsworth, who apparently used to be in WWE. I, I don't know. I haven't seen him there. But he's got a big anti-women uh, call, which is not acceptable, but it's a big 80s wrestling situation, isn't it? It harks back to the 80s wrestling programming. And he's got Prince Gaston and Matt... What's his... 
what's his name? Put some respect on that, what's his name? Yeah, versus Mackenzie Morgan, Cassandra Golden and Nyx. Nyx has got a very nice headpiece. She's got a kind of um, a sort of a sort of chain th- chain around her face. Great. Looks really good. Anyway, Ellsworth comes out and says that men are superior than women. Prince Gaston then calls, calls Dustin Justin. I don't know if he did it by, <laughs> on purpose. Dustin does react to it. It's quite nice, actually. And um, the first thing we get is Nick's tussling with Ellsworth and pulling his pants down. He's got wrestling trunks underneath with the word duh on the back. But um, it's really good. The crowd are loving it, of course. You've then got Golden, um, Cassandra Golden, downing Matt and Gaston with the double clothes line. Um, and then... Ellsworth trying to lift Cassandra Golden, tries to lift her, couldn't even shift her. He escapes a slam by scurrying out of there. And they, while they're talking, they've all got their hand on the apron. So the three of their opponents just stomp on their fingers. It's, that's really good wrestling entertainment. It's good fun, you know. Um, then we've got the ref um, elsewhere. Uh, as Gaston slams Morgan and drops the knees, we've got them all attacking Mackenzie Morgan. They do try, because of course, they'd given her an injury before. They do try behind the ref's back to attack her. But Morgan then, this is a, this is the, the move of the match. It's wonderful. There's a double suplex attempt. And Morgan, who's in the middle, of course, of that, counters with a double neck breaker. That, I just wonder what, I thought, what's she doing here? I mean, it was done precisely. It was done beautifully. The outcome was lovely. And then you've got Golden, who's, I mean, th- they go really. Um, and you've got Golden on Ellsworth in, a, in, a, in an aeroplane spin with a big punch, double atomic drop to Gaston. He and Matt have had enough. Uh, and they're walking up the aisle towards the merch tables and and the food. Fair enough. So Ellsworth is left with Morgan. He goes for the eyes. And then we've got someone coming out. Who's this? It's Dirty Diana Taylor. DDT gives the DDT to Morgan. The ref is back in. She's bound to, he's bound to get the pin from this. She kicks out. What a pin. What a pin attempt. What a pop from the commentary team. What a pop from the crowd. No one's ever kicked out of Diana Diana Taylor's DDT before, apparently. And then there's a big Mackenzie Morgan reverse neckbreaker for the pin. That was beautifully done, particularly that false pin attempt. Really good. That she kicked out was amazing. And from... From stem to stern, from beginning to end, this was lovely wrestling, fun and entertainment. That's what I want now. That's what I want to see. You know, I can watch other federations. I can watch NJPW if I want to see great in-ring action. But for the whole package, this Memphis Wrestling is one of the top promotions out there who are managing to do this. And it's not easy. It's testament to all the wrestlers. It's testament to... Dustin Starr, it's testament to Maria, it's testament to Terence Ward, it's testament to everybody, like Alan Steele and, and Kid Cobra and people who work with Memphis Wrestling. It's a wonderful piece of work, and if you can go and see it on YouTube, do. You will not be disappointed. This is fun, 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 fun. Good on you, Memphis Wrestling. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.